welcome back to KLK the podcast. I'm Hadley Wirtz here with my co-host Eli. How are you? Doing good. Good. So today we have a super fun guest with us, um, Tyler Schmidt. We're going to be talking a little bit about his travels in Japan. Tyler, do you want to introduce yourself? Of course. Um, I'm Tyler Schmidt, 20 years old. Uh, this is my first semester at BYU Hawaii and um, loving it so far. I'm a business management major hoping to uh double major in biology but we'll we'll see how that goes um i got my associates from snow college and before that i'm from arizona and california and i was born in texas so yeah you've been around dude been around (laughs) well you've done a lot and you've accomplished a lot and the reason why we have you on here today is to talk about your travel experiences in Japan, and you solo traveled at 20 years old through Japan by yourself, right? That is correct, yes. That's awesome. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about why Japan and kind of your story with that? Yeah, so when I was um, 16 years old, I had the opportunity to um, go, I had made this friend uh, named Riku, and uh, he, I pretty much, I kind of invited myself into his home, and I was like, hey, can I come and visit uh and he said yes and it was it was an amazing month and uh when I got back I was like dang Japan's awesome I want to learn the language and so I took uh I took two semesters of Japanese as I was a senior in high school and uh in the three years that followed I kind of developed I mean enough fluency to get by and um I I really wanted to do something crazy. Um, kind of COVID, I was, you know, everyone was kind of stuck inside, and I was, Absolutely. I was really a, I was like, dang, like I've, I've done nothing. Like I've just been working. I have all this like money I've saved up. Um, like, like let's send it. And I'd had, I've always kind of had this desire to go on a, like a crazy bike trip mm-hmm. by myself and uh, do, you know, achieve something. And my goal was a thousand miles. Um, So I found a route. Uh, I found, like, I had to do a lot of, a ton of self-research and um, kind of figure out logistically how to make it work. Because it's, I mean, and my my planning was, it was was satisfying, but it definitely could have been better. But, you know, that's, I honestly, that was part of the fun is like, kind of rolling with the the punches because yeah. yeah it was, it was mm-hmm. awesome but you're pretty ambitious i feel like you like to learn yeah yeah i like to <laughs> i like to yeah that's awesome fail and then learn from it so that's nice, awesome nice. when you were so when you were getting ready to do this trip were there any was there anyone telling you oh this is not a good idea or this is gonna be too hard was there any like opposition that you oh, faced uh yeah there was actually like unfortunately i wish i wish people had been more supportive and like oh like you can do it Tyler but I feel like kind of their lack of belief like burned my fire even more and I was like oh well now I gotta like I gotta do it because like since you don't want me to I'm going to yeah and it was already um because I I don't think I'm gonna be honest out of my family I think my dad was the only one who genuinely believed that I'd follow through they all believed that I'd go and that I'd like try it um, but they didn't really think that I would follow. Yeah. Like, like complete it. And mm-hmm. I mean, like granted there were, there was one day in particular that almost 
literally almost broke me like mentally but it, like other than that it was uh i mean it really wasn't as as bad as i it's i was it was tough but like yeah i that that uh stubbornness you know in the back of my <laughs> mind that pride i was like oh but like if i if i give up like yeah. i'm gonna have to go back with my head down so i don't know pride is definitely not the best thing but it's a de- it's a good motivator on those hard days so yeah, yeah. believe in yourself and yeah. have that have that faith that you can do hard things yeah right? exactly when um when you were out there you know what, what was the route looking like was it from top to bottom of japan or what what okay. was the yeah was the so i'm gonna start naming a lot of places okay. uh and unless you're like japanese you're probably not gonna know what i'm talking about but feel free to pull up google maps and follow along but um yeah so just north of tokyo um it's about an hour train ride um is this city called Nikko and um, that's where I started from so uh, the route that I that I chose um, there's a lot of there's a lot of convenient routes out there and with the internet you have like a lot of options but um, the one I chose is called length of Japan and uh, it's actually like the length of Japan but Hmm. I chose to kind of segment it and start from about the uh, the halfway point so um i i went with the uh kind of with the weather so i went from north to south and it, it was getting colder as i went um so i went into more temperate climate uh mm. if i had gone south to north i wouldn't have been able to uh complete it because of uh as you the, the initial like um through like nagano and um you know some of those more mountainous areas uh the roads get closed because of snow gotcha. so you i and i i think the closest like I, I i was reading one of the signs and it was like the road closed in a couple of days as oh i was like goodness. getting through it and so i was like well oh, like wow. good timing you know like out. yeah it really it really i i'm a believer in if things are meant to happen then they happen because uh, there was a lot of things that conveniently fell into place um and yeah so yeah um I wanted to ask you a little bit more you said there was a time that like you really thought you might not be able to finish it kind of with that what was the most challenging part of the journey altogether for you um so I think time uh, I can I can I still like vividly remember uh where I was um so my plan was and sorry I didn't really answer that last question super well it's so the city's Nikko was the start Fukuoka um so it's on the southern island um that's the that's where I finished Mm. and um so I was in I was about 800 miles in um so at this point I had like done a lot and I felt pretty fulfilled there wasn't a lot I'm in I'm in the city of Hiroshima and um I'm like you know, like I've I've done so much. Like, I I took a I took two rest days, and on that second rest day, it was, I was like, because uh the the Shinkansen, which is the bullet train, mm-hmm. it um that's how I was gonna get back to Tokyo, and I was like, it passed through that city, and I was like, I could literally get on and be hanging out with friends tonight and like eating food, not worrying about biking. Like mm-hmm. I could be done. And it was the most tempting thing ever because, 
I mean, past that, there wasn't a lot that I really wanted to see um, mm-hmm. as far as, like, in Fukuoka, there's some cool stuff, but between Hiroshima and Fukuoka, there's, like, like, Kita Kyushu was, anyways, there's some, some cool stuff, and I met some cool people, and I'm really glad I did it, but um, I would say even, even more than the things I saw and the people I met, it's just knowing that what, like, I, what I set out to do, I've, you know, I, I accomplished that, and I went all the way, and I didn't, I didn't do, you know, 50%, I didn't give 80%, I said I was going to do a thousand miles, and I did, you know, a, a roughly a thousand miles, right, I went to the, I went all the way, and I was really, like, it, it, it was worth it, it was definitely worth it, because I know that every time I would have thought back, and I would have been, I would have been disappointed in myself, and, uh, and, that like and it still was really hard um that yeah that, that time that it's probably like a couple days the span of like three days like biking I would like I I remember this other time in that like time frame where I just like I just stopped on this hill <laughs> and at this point I have like bruises along my like butt because I've yeah. been riding so oh. I'm how long like, had it been at this point this is into the third week Okay. And so I, I took a total of four or five rest days um, through wall biking. Um, but other than that, I was biking daily. and Like all day? Like all day. Wow. Um, and I would bike for, you know, seven-ish hours, like every day. So I'm pretty, it's like a full-time job. And, <laughs> yeah. And sitting on a bike seat um, for that long is like, brutal on the uh the butt and it's actually what what hurt most was my butt and my shoulders from mm. being bent like um angled over and did you have day. like a pack on it or anything so no all my gear was on my bike okay. um i all when i send in pictures um you can see but i had it was not like a light it was not I like believe light. You. Uh, i had that's a month worth yeah, of stuff <laughs> i had so not including me my bike was about 100 pounds um mm. And, like, that doesn't, to put things in perspective, like, a race bike is, is, like, it's, like, nothing. It's, like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I mean, I should probably look stuff up, but, but <laughs> I want to say it's going to, it's going to be, like, you can get easily below 10 pounds, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's, like, it's, like, light, light. And I'm, like, on this, like, monster, like, wow. yeah. you know, and I'm chugging up these, these hills every day, um, and yeah, it was, it was really tough, but, um, but yeah, it was like, it was worth it. And I don't, uh, yeah, it was worth it. I want to say too, there's something to be said about achieving something so difficult that you decided to do on your own at such a young age. And like what that sets you up for in the future, I think is super amazing and incredible because you know, you can do something so difficult, but it's even cooler that like you put yourself in that situation to do that for yourself because you wanted to. So I think that's really cool. Thank mm-hmm. you. I totally agree. And I I also had the opportunity to go to Japan. It was about four years ago. I didn't bike it. I don't think I could. I don't I'm, <laughs> I'm not a, that I'm, I'm not that talented. That anyone can do anything <laughs> if they send it. Bad, yeah, yeah. Set their mind to it. Um I remember going to Japan though, and it, it was more of southern Japan, like Osaka, Kyoto, Nara area. Mm-hmm. And I was just amazed by the beauty of it. When you were there, like, because I'm sure, you know, you were tired, you were sweating, you were working really hard. Did you take time to like see the beauty around you 
Oh, absolutely. I think that's one of the things that kept me going. Mm. Um, and I, despite the first, so the first week and a half-ish, um, I, I had an absurd amount of elevation uh, change every day. Oh, wow. Um, essentially, how it, how it panned out is each city would be in a valley in between a mountain range. So every day I'd climb all, I'd climb for probably the majority of the day, maybe oh four, four-ish hours. And then in the last four to five hours, right? And then in the last like hour to two hours, I'd drop down Gosh. and go into the <laughs> next city and then I'd eat food and I'd sleep. Uh, I'd, I'd, I always ate lunch. I was eating all the time. You have to like consume mm-hmm. an, a, a ridiculous amount of food. But um, no, like, the feeling of getting to the top of that mountain not even just like the the sense of achievement but you are literally like you can see like everything and it's just so gorgeous and there were there were wild monkeys that lived in the mountains so you just see like yeah you just see like monkeys running around and it was it was the coolest like and uh so i went in the fall and um they what it's called koyo and it's like the color of the leaves Oh, beautiful. And it was, all, it was like, just jaw-dropping, like, everywhere. Wow. Um, we'd go down some of these... Oh, so I, I met this Scottish guy that I rode with for, like, a week. Cool. Um, that's, like, a side note. Uh, so the my very first, f- like, first part of the journey, I wasn't alone. Um, okay. But, I mean, I was, like, al- I did not plan to be, to be with, with yeah. someone, but I, I just, like, we happened to be going uh, in the same direction and wanting to do the same speed, but... Um, yeah, no, those, those mountains were so difficult, but the, the nature really made it worth it. Um, you, you just see the most stunning views and, uh, you know, like pictures can only do so much justice, you know, it's, it's a completely different feeling being really just dwarfed by, uh, by like the, the grandeur of, of mother nature. There's no feeling quite like that, so there's probably like such a piece about seeing that stuff too especially like on your own and yeah. just like there's like a surrealness <laughs> yeah. about it that's yeah, incredible yeah, you're just it's you it's literally you your bike and or like earth and there's not really a lot of there's no there wasn't really a lot of people yeah i mean <laughs> yeah it was, it was kind own. of the boonies like uh it was awesome but it was great <laughs> yeah okay so we've kind of talked a little bit about like you told us like what the hardest parts of it were and I guess the beautiful too, but what was the best part of the trip for you? What was like your absolute most favorite part of the experience? If you can even yeah, choose. Yeah, I don't think I can choose, but um, I think what made it special, um, you know, the, I've already talked about the nature, I've talked about, you know, the achievement, um, but another thing that made it really amazing was the people. Um, and I really think you just, when you're traveling like that, you meet a different type of people uh, that you normally never meet. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was really cool to meet. I met, for instance, um, I was, I I was, I, I, okay, I stopped at this rest stop. um, And like, as we were, I think we got like hot chocolate. and some like girl came up to us, some woman came up to us, super nice lady. Um, she was like 26 from Singapore traveling. I happened to run into her. I like walked by her in the next city 
and like we went out to dinner and got like steak and it was it's just like like you yeah. don't really have that experience mm-hmm. and then like we talked right and it's you know you made a new relationship made a new friend and i made new friends in like every city that i went to um another probably the craziest one is um i i i met this like older guy probably like 80 years old um at like at this bathhouse and we're just like sitting in the hot tub <laughs> like and we just start like we talk right and uh and he's like oh like uh, Fukuoka that's like that's where I live um, wow. you should like email me when you when you get to the city and uh so I as I'm approaching um you know as I'm like approaching the end of my journey uh I like email him and he's like yeah like come and come and stay with me like I'll that's awesome. I'll, like, you, like you can stay at my house or at my apartment and he had like a he had like the top uh level of the or like he had a top room in in an apartment and it was mm-hmm. like this kind of sweet place and he like nice fed view. me and he brought he took me around touring and he was literally like the nicest guy ever and you just That's meet awesome. uh, another cool experience um was this there was this random old dude and we were camping <laughs> like it's kind of a weird spot i felt a little awkward because we were there were all that the neighborhood these neighborhood houses and we were kind of camping um like on a on like the side island and mm. like yeah it was like kind of weird wasn't really private property yeah it was yeah but it was a little it was a weird spot but like um he was like oh like that's so cool that you're camping he wasn't like i feel like in america <laughs> some they'd be like oh what are you doing here get out of here you, <laughs> you bum like but he was like oh that's so cool right nicest guy comes back 10 minutes later with like fried chicken and and like lemonade wow that's awesome yeah i'm like dude like people are just so nice in japan and um they're just they're they're like the kindest people ever um i had people give me give me like food i had one dude just give me like like 40 bucks and he was like yeah go buy yourself a nice lunch and i'm like dude i guess i'm eating good today (laughs) um it, it was just awesome you, you and uh i sat down and talked with this like older couple for a while you, you just you have these opportunities to meet people you you normally never would and yeah. uh and it's really 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 cool um so yeah that's that's those are some of the that was like yeah that was one of the things i love most so that's special too because i'm sure you have a lot of those connections still and like yeah, keep in oh, touch absolutely. with those people absolutely yeah that's awesome i think it's so cool with like traveling solo right because obviously right people always say all oh, the buddy system's better and maybe that is true in some aspects but i feel like traveling solo you get to really just know who you are you get to really reminded of like what it is you want from life um, but of course, there are still like risks and everything associated with that. So, Tyler, for anybody who wants to travel solo across a country um, that they're not familiar with, what are some tips that you have for them? Um, I think the biggest thing is do your research. Mm. Um, with the internet, there's you don't have an excuse to <laughs> say, "Well, I didn't know this thing" or "I didn't know that thing" because you have like infinite knowledge at your fingertips and um thankfully i was able to you know i i I spoke japanese right so it wasn't as difficult for me but 
I mean, the, the Scottish guy I biked with did not speak a lick. And really? he was getting along fine just mm-hmm. before uh, before I came, right? So if you were, I feel like if you were determined and you have that mindset that I can, you know, do anything that I, that I want to, um, you're going to find the, you, you just got to really like put in the grind. There's, there's a lot of um, like Facebook groups, um, like forums, just all sorts of different stuff. And uh, people, people, especially if it's a hobby or a passion, people would love to like talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I spent a lot of time at like my, one of my biggest concerns was actually about bikes because mm-hmm. um, I didn't really know a lot about it. So I'd spend a ton of time at like bike stores, you know? Um, oh. And if your concern is like, well, oh, like, oh, I'm a little scared to be, um, you know, going through this country alone, you know, look into like, well, what are the statistics? Like, what are the safe places? What are the, the not safe places? Even in Japan, there's, I, I think there, there are some places you don't go, um, mainly only in the big cities, but anywhere else is pretty safe. Um, it's not, it's not like, uh, you know, Mexico, any other like with the you gotta know you gotta know the know the place you're going to right um you don't you don't go to a cartel controlled city in mexico right and yeah and just be oblivious to everything right you you do your research beforehand you okay this is i should avoid this place um and and they're all there that's the thing is unfortunately i'm not special you know like there is there are a thousand a hundred a million people that have gone to that place before me mm. and done everything that I've done. Um, I'm not the first person to bike Japan. You're not going to be the first person to go travel wherever you're going. Uh, and there's going to be someone out there who can help you and give you that, you know, that information that you need to like make your trip successful. Um, and then a lot of it is just like you learn as you live. Uh, mm. There's going to be some things that you, you just, you have to, send it and uh and you'll meet other people that are traveling that can help you like start somewhere that you're you're certain is safe yeah. ask around like gather that intel you know if you need to if that's what needs to be like to happen for that trip to work out then do it right um but there's there's a million different ways you can do anything and there's a lot of resources uh that you can take advantage of so that's that's my advice I love that. That's great advice. And you know, you're at the age of 20, so you're, you've got your whole life ahead of you, right, Tyler? So, what do you plan to do next? Where do you want to go? Well, as far as uh, adventures go, I have a couple, like, yeah, new other goals <laughs> and things I want to do. Um, my one of my uncles put me onto the idea of I want to do mountaineering and I want to do Matterhorn. Um, in I want to. Yeah, I think it's Switzerland. Um, really? But he's he wants to do it, and I'm like, I kind of want to do that too. And <laughs> That's really cool. It's So he's summited, or no, he hasn't summited. He's done base camp of Everest, and so he's like, a, he's a pro. He's done like all the big mountains in in America, um, and then he's also done Kilimanjaro, and I really want to kind of get into that too. I, I feel like there's nothing you, there's no area that you're never uh, people people always will use the excuse well i don't know how i'm Mm. well you'll you'll never know how unless you start and i have no idea like i don't know anything about mountaineering i don't know jack but um 
you know, I, it's something I want to know, right? And so I'll end up doing it. That's probably a couple years down the line. Um, yeah. As far as bike trips, I'm kind of hooked on it. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Um, Where would you go? So I, I really want to do Norway. Oh, that'd be um, cool. Only problem with Norway is it's expensive. It's really expensive and some plan and necessary. Yeah. So I'm gonna. That's gonna be. You know, when my my salary's a little uh, <laughs> higher, um, but I do want to do a Europe tour as well, and I think I want to do more than because I was I was in Japan for a month. Yeah. Um, I think when I graduate, I'll probably like go off the grid for a while and just cool. kind of yeah roll for a while. You um, go big. Yeah, <laughs> I do well. it Go small. big or go home. <laughs> well. Texas in you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's hey, only big things in Texas, you know what they say. Um, big dreams. But yeah, I mean, and and I, I'm sure I'll get set. This all started from one idea. It was just one thought that I had, and I said, you know, I'm gonna. Ma- I I want to make it happen. And I I think it's it's really tragic um, when someone has an idea and and someone tells them, no, you can't. And because I think that's the most detrimental thing they can do. The the first question I ask is how, you know, I have a thought and I say how. Well, how plausible is it? How, what would need to happen for that to work out? Because I really I'm I'm I've done enough to know that I can do. Well, I you know I can't grow wings and fly, but I can do anything other than that, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if if some if I want to do something really badly, I'll, I can lay out all the you just have to lay out all the steps um and obviously you're sometimes you're not going to know what those steps are but if you ask the right people and you you know you do the right things and you will you can make those steps that you need to get to that goal and i think uh i think it yeah goal setting is like a really good skill um and being able to build that like timeline like okay well i want to climb matterhorn so my first thing is I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go find an easier mountain to climb, right? So mm-hmm. my first thing, I'm going to get the gear. I'll summit this. Um, I can do this solo. It's it's a smaller mountain. I'll be fine, right? Let's go and, okay, I'm going to go with my uncle. He's doing, you know, the, um, what is it, Mount Whitney, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go do that one with him, right? I'm going to get that practice, the uh, expertise that's required. And then I'm going to, and then I'll be ready, right? I'll be ready. And Honestly, I didn't really train that much yeah. for this bike trip, because um, that's the cool thing about biking is it's is really low impact. That's um, true. Yeah. You're, I trained some, and I think the biggest training you need is just sitting on the the bike seat, because uh, mm. it hurts so badly at first. <laughs> um, but you know, and it it hurt the whole time. It never stopped hurting, but it got like to a point where it was manageable right makes it worth it yeah yeah to where the the return was worth it it but like yeah i i have a million dreams and you know i'll I'll, unfortunately i can't do them all right i there's (laughs) i don't have infinite money i don't have infinite time and uh start somewhere right yeah and uh, but i'll pick and choose and uh i'll 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 do what i can uh, as i as i you know complete my degree and go into whatever I want to go into so yeah well thank you for sharing a little bit of your dreams with us and how you accomplish such great big things I I feel inspired I feel inspired too. I feel like I could accomplish some you guys can (laughs) anyone can well thank you so much it was such a good time talking to you and we're so glad you were able to join us 
Thank you. I I I like talking, especially <laughs> if I can ins- if I can inspire someone else to be the next you know Japan tripper. I, that's kind of a not a real word, but you know I I I think everyone should believe that they can do anything, and I think that's the healthiest mindset someone can have is to to believe in yourself to the point where you're willing to to try. Because um, yeah. how can you how can you know? It, like literally everyone thought I couldn't. Except for me and my dad, (laughs) and I did, and so I don't think you should, you should let, um, and if even if you fail, if I had, if I had, you know, really, I'd gotten a really bad injury, I, I tried, right? I did my best, and I gave it literally everything I had, and uh, if you want something bad enough, you'll you'll put in that effort, you'll you'll go for it, you know, but. Absolutely. Um, you got to want it. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We are running out of time, so we're going to close it up. But thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you, Tyler, for joining us and sharing your experience and being inspiring. And thanks, Eli, for hosting with me. It's good to be here. Um, we'll catch you guys next time on our next episode. And thanks for listening. Bye.